1: Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White Podcast. This is a match review. Newcastle drew 1-1 with Wolves up at St. James's Park. Sadly, not three points that Newcastle need in their fight for safety, but at least it wasn't a defeat. Jamal LaSalle opened the scoring early in the second half, but never pulled it back to 1-1. Now the fifth consecutive time it's ended with that scoreline. And in truth, Newcastle were fortunate to get a point they were hanging on by the end of the game. But all the focus is on the injuries to Alan maxman and Miguel Almiron. It's been confirmed that Almiron has suffered a knee injury. He was in a tackle with Traore. He was looked in pain and Steve Bruce said he was in distress at half-time. we will have a scan on Sunday and we'll wait to find out the results of that. But it doesn't look good and it is a real fear to go into this run of games where safety is the priority to be doing that without Miguel Almiron. We're now going to hear from our Chief Sports Writer, Lee Ryder, who was up at St. Chambers Park. Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in. As mentioned, Newcastle drew 1-1 with Wolves. I'm joined by Chief Sports Writer, Lee Ryder, who was at the ground to take in that game. Lee, positives from the game to take, many of them, plenty of chances created. You could see Newcastle were unlucky with the injuries and not to have grabbed a couple more goals in that first half where they dominated. But as you mentioned in your match reports, which is online at uk, they can't keep affording to have these hard-luck stories when they're in the midst of a relegation battle.
0: No, I think in normal circumstances, that probably, you know, you would have accepted a good performance and a point and just a bit of bad luck. But as you say, we are now, you know, right down there still. And if Fulham win tomorrow, then, you know, we, we won't go in the relegation zone, That's for that's for sure. But at the end of the day, it's still going to be tight and going into another tense weekend uh, with West Brom away, you know, that's just not what the fans want at the moment. So, um, so yeah,
1: it's two points dropped.
0: That's the only way to look at it.
1: Newcastle created a lot of chances in the first half, quite dominant, but obviously the big news is the injury to Miguel you only came off at half-time and then Allen's at maximum during the second half. I mean, those two players were instrumental in creating those chances in the first half. Um, what did Steve Bruce have to say about those two players?
0: Well, unless you've seen it elsewhere, that he he hasn't clarified exactly what the injury is. So we we wait we are waiting news on, on what that injury exactly is, and he only took limited questions uh during the press conference. He only answered two questions from the newspapers, so so and not nobody who asked the question asked what the actual injury was so we, we don't we don't know exactly what the problem is, all we know is he was in distress at half time and you know from his point of view he doesn't normally come off games does he really, he normally stays on, battles on and uh, he didn't do that today so uh, it's you know Steve Bruce saying he fears the worst but we're yet to get more details from it, it's very much a development story
1: and if he is out and St is out, I mean, that is not something Newcastle United want to deal with going into this room where they are fighting for safety.
0: Yeah, especially when you're already without Callum Wilson. You know, it's it, and also now it looks like Emil Craft's picked up a bad injury as well. But we, we, Again, we don't know the, the, the full extent of it. We just, we just know he had to come off and of Newcastle are struggling for right back. So, problems all over the pitch at the moment and it, it means that someone's going to have to step up that game against West Brom. And they're going to have to go down there and, you know, avoid defeat, at least.
1: Let's talk about some of the big points on the pitch. Then you had uh, Joel Linton nearly getting a goal and it was cleared off the line. And it was kind of a... Well, I'm not sure if it was a good clearance so the defender kind of just was lucky. But should Joel Linton have scored that goal, do you think, Lee?
0: Oh, 100%. 100%. I, I, see, I said that at the time. I put a tweet, tweet out straight away and I said, you know, he's got to score. From that position, and um, you know, a lot of people saying oh, it was a great block on the line and all that, but no, sorry, forty million pound number nine, Newcastle. We needed to win this one, and that is a golden opportunity. You have to take that chance if you're going to uh, stay in the Premier League. And unfortunately, you know, it's just been the story of his career so far, and he just hasn't delivered yet again.
1: And then the Wolves equaliser it was a header by Ruben Neves, but there was seem to be some confusion. Kind of when Matt Ritchie came on, um, a lot of people on social media asked him kind of what what was happening, what the formation was, and Lascelles said he was a little bit uh, kind of confused by it and paraphrasing there, he says he's going to go and find out what happens. Uh, what did you make of it, and what did Steve Bruce have to say about what went wrong there?
0: Well, regardless of what the formation should be, you've got to stop the cross first and foremost. Uh, Hayden should have done better, um, you know, in the air with the challenge and the goalkeeper. Should have kept it out. So, three three things out of three Newcastle got completely wrong. So you know three crosses there. So yeah, if you, if you want to win games like this, you've got to see out the game. And if you especially if you if you're not good enough to add to to your one 0 lead, you have to then see the game out. Newcastle just weren't capable of it, and um, it's it's a really big bitter blow tonight to to drop two points here. Feels like we've lost to me. That's, that's the way I feel.
1: And then Dubravka right at the, the death with a fantastic save off Silva. Again, did he know much about it? Regardless, he kept it out. And I, I don't know about you, Lee, but watching it here at home, I thought Newcastle had lost that game and um, when he when he met that in the air. Yeah, it was, nearly, uh,
0: it was nearly defeat from the jaws of victory, wasn't it? And look, it was a top-class save and that's why he is a brilliant goalkeeper because... He probably makes the error for the first one, but then he bounces back straight away and makes a superb stop like that. Um, a yeah, few more games into it, I think he doesn't make that that error. It's just you know he's, he's come in. He he didn't have too much action really throughout the game. I think there was a save from Triore in the first half, but you know he's still he's still easing his way back in. He hasn't uh, played many games this season, so you probably got to give him a bit of uh, a bit of leeway, but. Unfortunately, it's probably cost Newcastle the two points tonight.
1: Just a quick question on the, on the subs. Obviously, we we had the injuries to Almiron and St. Max, when there was Richie and Murphy came on. Um, what did you, and then Ryan Fraser as well. What did you make of the fact that yet again the likes of Dwight Gill and Annie Carroll were left on the bench?
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess it was just the situation Newcastle were in, and they had to they had to really. You know, make those changes the way they did. Uh, look, the contract situation, you know, coincides with it. They haven't signed new deals. They haven't been offered new deals. Uh, maybe Newcastle are trying to send a message to them. I, I don't. I don't know. We're not without being able to ask the the manager questions on it. It's it's very difficult to establish exactly what's going on there. But just looking from my observation tonight, is is that. They had to make the changes they did just simply because of the injuries that they had. And uh, those players didn't fit into the into that um, equation.
1: Looking at the first half and the chances Newcastle had, I mean, St Maxman had one on the back of the net, but he was offside. But maybe Willock should have put that effort in just before uh, you know, the, well, the keeper saved it, didn't he? Um, is it again a case, though, Lee, that Newcastle creating chances looking a bit more threatening, but just that clinical edge isn't there. And it it, it, and it is a worry going forward into, you know, that fight for safety.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, one of the first things I looked at after the game was, you know, how many goals Newcastle scored this season? They scored 27 from 26 games. There's actually some teams have got even less than Newcastle, which is quite quite incredible. So maybe that gives me a crumb of comfort tonight. But look, then the the day, Newcastle are in the position they're in. In a precarious position because they haven't taken chances when they've created them. They haven't won games when they've been on top. Old Trafford last week, they were on top either side half time. They end up with nothing. Uh, tonight they were on top. They've ended up with a draw when they should have won. So you know, there's arguably you know four points in the last two games chucked away, and there's plenty of other examples. You could go through the full fixture list uh, to to see that, and um, they've left themselves with a lot of work to do with it, a dozen
1: games to go. Obviously, we've got Fulham, Crystal Palace tomorrow. So even if Fulham win that, Newcastle is still out of the relegation zone by a point. And then I, I, I guess it, it becomes a very important point, doesn't it? Um, but looking at the games ahead, Lee, I mean, how how important do you think the result tonight will will impact? You know, the weeks to come.
0: Well, it's it, it's down to Fulham again, isn't it? So you know, going forward. Newcastle need to pull, they need definitely need to pull away before that last game against Fulham because in that situation that's exactly the type of game where Newcastle the the weight of expectations too much for them and you know in a one off situation i think they would come off setting best so i don't want them to be in that situation it would be like a little bit like the Aston Villa thing a few years ago um where they've gone down there twice and been relegated twice the the weight of expectations far too much for them and look, this squad of players there's still a lot of players in here let's be honest, there's still a lot of players within this squad who were signed to get Newcastle out of the Championship in 2016 we're five years down the track now and there's still a lot of them around here and I know Steve Bruce has talked about it being, oh well that's our core dressing room core, but let's be honest with 12 games to go if you're that good, you would be well away from the relegation zone and they're right in the thick of it. So, obviously, uh, recruitment over the last five or six seasons hasn't been good enough, and that's why you know the fourth season in the Premier League since promotion, they are still struggling, and they look like a team that you know they're as good as a team that that came up last year. So, big problems in Newcastle. Positives: they got a point, they didn't lose, they stopped the rot to an extent, but you know they've got to now pick themselves up with injuries for that game at West Brom next week. Which I'm sure that the Amazon Prime viewers are going to be delighted with uh, the spectacle that, that awaits them. If you're the neutral, if you're the Newcastle United fan like like we are, then uh, we'll be uh, really you know desp- kicking and heading every ball. But at the end of the day, Newcastle are in a in a, in a big mess at the
1: moment. Of course, West Brom beat Brighton earlier today. Final question the lady before I let you get off. You mentioned there the core kind of players you know that were still that were there when the Newcastle came from the Championship. The fact that Newcastle are kind of relying on Fulham um, not to pick up points because I think a lot of fans, majority of fans, are feeling very pessimistic about the weeks to come. I mean, that just kind of shows you maybe where the, the ambition level is at Newcastle United. I mean, it, it's a sad test, of the, a sad uh, sign of the times when we're relying on the likes of Fulham not to pick up points instead of saying, you know, Newcastle can pick up the points to get themselves out of there.
0: Oh, yeah, it's... it's four seasons in after promotion it's uh it's embarrassing that you are you know you you're relying on other teams to to just to stay out of the out of the relegation battle and uh you know tomorrow you know Crystal Palace Fulham it's, it's a game that arguably you know you would probably watch it on on match of the day but you wouldn't be sitting hanging on every kick and every header in that game but that's exactly what Newcastle fans are going to be doing tomorrow. Um, I mean, <laughs> there's not much else to do in lockdown. To be fair, but at the end of the day, that's what what they're going to be doing. And it could because they've got a, a real interest in, in their club. But look, the, this this season, there's no, there's no even in the first half of the season when Newcastle were picking up results, they were very, very fortunate in some games. You know, let's let's not let's not um, beat around the bush here. Newcastle have been poor. Um, throughout and um, I'm just getting a message through here That's actually a knee injury for Almiron so a lot of people feared it was a it was a, um, muscle injury I've just had it confirmed there it's a knee injury for Almiron so that could potentially, if it's a bad one be a season ender for him but uh, yeah, what was your question again? I got a little bit distracted there
1: <laughs> It was just about the sign of the, the ambition Newcastle when you are relying on the likes of Fulham not the pick of points
0: yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it, as I say, it's, it's embarrassing, isn't it? And, uh, you know, these players, you know, they should be doing a lot better than they are. And um, sadly, we're going in that last dozen games looking over our shoulder and just praying that we avoid a final day shootout at Craven Cottage because, as I say... I fear the worst on that one because it's the type of game that Newcastle would lose.
1: Yeah, it's not a prospect I think many are looking forward to. Hopefully, though, Newcastle have achieved their Premier League status long before that game against Fulham is on the horizon. Lee, thank you for joining us on the Everything is Black and White podcast. You guys are listening. Thank you for tuning in as always and please remember to like and subscribe to the podcast through whichever platform you listen through. just a quick note we're now over on youtube at the everything is black and white podcast and if you're liking what you're hearing why not come and see what we're producing we'd really like you to hit subscribe we're also over on instagram at ChronicleNUFC, and in the usual place on twitter and facebook we'd really like the likes the reviews and the subscriptions because without your continued support we can't get very far so thank you very much for listening